Hi, everyone. This is Sam Pro. And I'm Steve Gibson. Today on Distinctly Digital, a modern recruiting podcast, we are going to talk about everyone's favorite tool, LinkedIn. And today we have a new co-host joining us, Ryan Berger. Hi, guys. It's nice to have you on, Ryan. I'm happy to be here. All right. So everyone sit tight and let's learn about LinkedIn. Okay. It is a wonderful tool. Yeah. It's a great tool. Full of tools. Full of tools. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for that joke. I thought I would be a little nicer, but you see which of us uses LinkedIn more. No. And, and, and again, okay, let's get serious about it because it, it is a, a great platform for recruiters to use. You know, I use it every day. Uh, when I work to desk, I use it every day now. It's done a wonderful job for me of building a database full of recruiters to reach out to and dialogue with and engage with. And, and it does that very, very well. And, and from a recruiting perspective, you're able to engage with candidates in a lot of different ways you were never able to. Yeah. Um, I, I know it's a lot for most recruiters. It, it's kind of that number one go to resource when they're sourcing for new candidates for their clients opportunities. I mean, I found this job on LinkedIn. Yeah. And, and with within it as well. So. You know, the biggest thing for recruiters, the way they use it, um, and this is talking from my perspective on it, is that you can not only find individuals that are looking for opportunities, and that's one aspect of those active candidates, but but really we have those passive candidates. So we have a, a, an opportunity to be able to find and reach out to individuals that maybe aren't even looking for opportunities and just talk to them about the, the who we are as an organization, as a recruiting firm, and what that means when we have opportunities that could relate to their background. And so you just st- start a dialogue. Yeah. And that's what it's what any social media platform should be about. It, it, starting a dialogue. Right? Yeah. It's it's not, you know, just about stalking your neighbors on social media anymore. It's I mean, there's a, there's a large chunk of that, but it's especially LinkedIn. It's a professional platform for professionals. Pro- professionals and, and those individuals that want to also what today we saw. A, a video of of a parrots. It was beautiful. Parrots flying through South American landscapes. And, and the, poem the poem that went with it. It was beautiful. Oh. It touched my heart in a way no one has touched my heart before. <laughs> right. It's good to know that. Right. But but she had uh, the individual that posted that had eleven thousand likes on that, and then over one hundred and seventy five uh, uh, comments comments back onto this. So so uh, you know. When we when we get into knocking some of this, obviously it works. Yeah. And and there is a part of this where you you play the game of of engaging on a platform like that, because that's just what people do. Well, yeah. Go ahead, Ryan. It's one of those things, I think, with any social media that you find that for as many excellent things about it, there's always going to be things that you just don't like. Yeah, sure. You know, I mean, I think about. Facebook, for instance, I mean, with the way that they they show their their feed to people, you know, you see the same six Ugh, people. Yeah, well, LinkedIn does this, too. Mm-hmm. So if you clicked on somebody's profile and you follow them, you are going to be seeing that same post from that same person now over and over again. And I and I even I, I, I feel like that it, it's too limiting in a lot of ways because I, I like some maybe a client's post or someone's post. And, and now all of a sudden I see that same post for the next two weeks. Yes. And I feel like I'm not seeing anything new. Um, and so 
I, I think when we when we talk about social media and engagement and, and interacting on a platform like LinkedIn, you do have to be a little bit ambitious in the way that you're searching out new profiles and new people and new activities. Well, you have to get to a point where you stop caring about who's going to see what you're doing. You know, I, I was, for instance, I was in private mode for a while on LinkedIn and I, it got to a point where it was like, who cares if I'm looking at your profile? Because the whole point of this is to make connections, is to reach out to people. So, OK, I looked at your profile. Well, maybe that helps spark a conversation. Maybe that helps, you know, you know, build the network. I mean, when I got here, I only had like 40 connections. On LinkedIn. And what are you at? I'm at like. I'm close to 100. He's I'm at like 97. Almost Dude, at 100. Those are rookie numbers. You got to pump those numbers up. <laughs> I'm going to reference with Wall Street in my chest here. Um, you know, I mean, merely, you know, 15, 20,000 or so. Well, I mean, and the, average, the business. And the average recruiter, you know, they're, they're going to be, you know, hitting that limit 30,000. You know, you can't even, you can't even connect anymore. They got to they gotta go follow them rather than yeah. connect with them, which is, you know, is, is one of those new things that LinkedIn has been doing the last couple of years, which is great. And, to use a platform, the main purpose of it is not just not just to to read posts about parrots or see <laughs> or see the most recent Paul Walker quote. No, which he died in 2013 or something. <laughs> but those quotes are still coming They're out. Still coming out on LinkedIn. I saw one two weeks ago. They're still coming out. I don't even know if Paul Walker really said it. I don't know. But Was it one of those that Abraham Lincoln said and you found it on the Internet like that he said about the like, <laughs> I don't even know. But the person they they when I was scrolling through my news feed, some inspirational quote and it said Paul Walker. And I laughed because <laughs> typically I don't get inspired by Paul Walker. But that, but that day I was so that was that was exciting those movies, man. The they thing. make you want to work fast and furious. <laughs> it may not even be Paul Walker's quote. It may just be his character. From the, right. From yeah. the I don't even know the name of his character, but I know Dom was mm-hmm. with Vin Diesel's, right? Yeah. Well, you can't forget Vin Diesel. Right. right. He's just, he's too dynamic of an actor. Hey, he was in Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> was he really? He really was. And when I saw it, I was like, holy cow. That's good to know. <laughs> I have funny. to re- rewatch. That's how you can connect Ted Danson and Vin Diesel. Go through that for me. Uh, Ted Danson was one of the sergeants or lieutenants uh, of another company. In that that's movie. right. Yeah. Okay. And so those two connect, I mean, right away. See, and that's how LinkedIn's connections work. It is. See, you don't know that you know somebody, but then you see it on the side there and you see mutual connections and all of a sudden you're connected in a roundabout way to Ted Danson. Yeah. Before, I think before you know it. They would be, they would have been second connections. They were never in a scene together, but they were both in scenes with Tom Hanks. Right. Second connections. Yep. Right. Second connections. And so that LinkedIn has done a great job of that. And, and the purpose of it is to be connected to individuals so that we can then begin to uh, just have a brand recognition and a, an open dialogue about the opportunities and what your company is able to do. It's very good and effective at that. Um, you know, just like anything else, we shouldn't rely solely on one platform. Um, you know, I think that. And the kind of the, the the question that I was always asked as a recruiter was, what does life look like after LinkedIn? And this is, you know, back all the way back in 2009 when that question was being asked because recruiters have become more and more dependent on it. They'll even go there before they go into their database. So it used to be traditionally you get a search assignment, you, you, get, you have that, you get a signed agreement, fee agreement come in from a, from a client, a new client, whatever it may be. And you go and the first place you'd look is your database for people that you've spoken to in the past. Now, recruiters, the first place they go is LinkedIn, which is not necessarily a great thing because there could be a lot of people that you're missing out on. But 
but using the platform for what it's for and not getting too caught up in it, but knowing that there is strength that I think is important. Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned something very briefly, you used the word branding and it made me think about, um, the personal branding that goes on through LinkedIn for, you know, individual recruiters who work maybe for a much larger firm, you are one of many. And how do you as an individual stand out? You do that through personal branding. Um, we actually wrote an article about that with, um, Adam Conrad, Adam Conrad from great recruiters. Yeah. Um, and he had some really good insights about that. And personal branding is, is more than just being a thought leader. Um, Body. a thoughty. Yes. TM don't steal it. <laughs> it's a, it's about being yourself on this professional platform. It's not just being your work self. It's, it's being yourself. And whether we like it or not, sometimes that's parrots with poems. I get it. Go ahead, Ryan. To me, that doesn't seem like being your most authentic self. You don't know that woman. I don't. I don't. Maybe she. I don't want to. Owns <laughs> up. Fair enough. <laughs> I also don't want to. Let's un- <laughs> okay, but here, here's the thing too. So sometimes yourself, like, is not like what everyone needs to see. Sure. Like, if that is herself, if if she is, uh, you know. So first impressions are lasting impressions, yes. right? So I mean, if you are a sloppy individual that comes home, flips off your shoes everywhere, wherever you are in the house, and you, you eat potato chips and you let crumbs go over the floor, you drop tuna on the floor and you pick it up and eat it. That's not something that you necessarily want. To be published on LinkedIn, you know, it's no. some, it's something that you would rather hide. You're just describing yourself here. <laughs> it's just something that you want to have at home or in the office or all over my office carpet. <laughs> it's yeah, you don't necessarily want that to be the most apparent thing that people see because you do need to put your best foot forward, especially on a professional platform. Now, sure. Facebook, Instagram, let your hair down a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. TikTok, you want to dance, dance. Um, there's there does have to be balances and, and barriers of, of the way that we present ourselves on something like LinkedIn. And th- this brings up that whole debate. Sure. Of should personal information be added on LinkedIn? Yeah. And and ju- just to put it out there, I was, I was playing devil's advocate. I don't necessarily want to see parrots all the time. But at the same time, you know, they're out there. They do exist. That's very true. Yep. I think it's kind of the same thing as when we say, when we talk about marketing and we say things need to be content driven. Right. You know, you want them to be authentic. You want people to react and relate to your content, not just seeing you as a brand. And so I think it's kind of the same thing where you're still a person, even though it's your profile. Right. No, that makes sense. And you want to be yourself and, um, and, and I get that, you know, there's there's levels to engage on LinkedIn as a company and as an individual. Um, and they're both very, very valuable if done properly. Um, you know, if you added your two cents on on a, a potential client's quote or a post that they put out there um, and they engage back or they like your comment back. That's another way that they've seen you as an individual or as your company. I just I think because we distinguish it as a professional platform there are limits to what you can do personally and there should be those limits should exist. You know, like I, I don't do much on Facebook 
But if I were applying somewhere, I'll tell them about my LinkedIn, but not my Facebook. You right. know, because it's that professional thing. It's like it's one of the reasons that I get tired of seeing like political things on LinkedIn because it doesn't feel like it's the place where it should exist. And it's like it's like what 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 are you going to show your mom? You know, it's that type of thing. Like I don't want my mom to see my Instagram, but she can see my Facebook. It's it, that that type of thing. So you want your employer or future employer or candidates or clients or anything to see your your best foot forward, like you said, Steve. Yeah, and again, it doesn't make you void of your personality, but there, there does need to be uh, boundaries on on the way that some things are presented. Yeah, but you can even show your personality through professional content too. It doesn't have to be like just boring words. Well, yeah, your personality yeah. shouldn't be so trash that it only <laughs> that it only follows that it only follows like this this horrible existence. Well, you know, some of us exist out there. Thanks to you. <laughs> so, so I think yeah, yeah, you know, have a good personality first of all. If we, That's if, so if you're not there yet, let's work on that. Let's work on that <laughs> before we go branding. digital. Let's yeah, pop in the second tape, and we will talk about. Let's go. Let's go analog when we talk about bad personality or good personality. Um, <laughs> no, but um, it, you know, it, 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 and we're probably going to be a little looser in this episode because you know, it, it's a lot of us things that we're talking about. You guys know, and 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 these are things that we hear all the time when, when we're engaging on other social media platforms that are talking about LinkedIn. And the things that they're experiencing, you know, it's, it's other than applicant tracking systems and which one's the best. I feel like this is probably the one of the biggest topics I see because people are always getting in LinkedIn jail through LinkedIn automation, um, uh, through all these different things that they, they, they do. Um, they don't, they don't use it still, which blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so, cause so many of our clients, so one of the services that we provide is in my shameless plug here is we help, uh, we help, uh, employers and clients, um, recruiting firms, if I can think about what they are, <laughs> we help recruiting firms be able to engage through those platforms, social media, LinkedIn being the primary one that we work with to build a presence because it's important to be visible on that platform. It is important to engage because it is so much a part of our lives now. It's, and it's the, I believe, one of the fastest growing social I think media so, platforms. According to the most recent statistics. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and people are very active on it. They, they engage in it a lot. So it's one of those things that we in, in our very vague stats. So you, we'll leave it to Snopes to fact check us um, on some <laughs> things, but it, it is something that, that is highly prevalent in, in just the day-to-day world of people's uh, engaging online. And so, so be active on it. And, and it should, this all goes back to all the things we talked about within content marketing and, and SEO and all the things that we, we've discussed previous episodes is, is have some goals, um, have some strategies, create a roadmap of, of who you want to be, what your voice needs to be on that platform. And then that gives you some strict guidelines on how to engage. So that way, when you feel like going off the cuff and ranting about parrots, you don't because you're like, oh, this doesn't, this isn't on brand. This doesn't support my, my, my goal of helping my clients find the best candidates. Unless you've established yourself as the preeminent parrot recruiter. Right. Which I'm sure there is a parrot recruiter. Oh my gosh. Yes. I hope there is. Like, like agents for parrots. Now, I didn't look at the, what if she was a parrot, parrot recruiter? What, well, if she worked at like, <laughs> what if she worked at, worked at like a, a habitat sanctuary type thing that saves them? This is South America. Well, she was from England. Oh, well, she didn't do that then. Yeah. yeah. I don't think there's many parrots native to England. No, but she could she could be on holiday. She, she could be on holiday. She could be on holiday. She could be on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing. <laughs> it is not I much that thought before this. And then we started talking about the parrots. Again. Yeah. Um, so, you know, again, creating that strategy to bring us back on topic to, to fall to stay on brand. 
Um, so that way, you know, what you're posting is going to be something that that follows who you are as an organization. So you can then be confident to know that it's representing your firm and then yourself appropriately. Um, you know, there's that big debate, too, um, about, you know, do I let my recruiting team or should my recruiting team engage as themselves and build their own? This goes back to that personal brand. personal branding. Well, yeah. Yeah. And that's something that I was just thinking about is. You know, I think on LinkedIn, more so than any other social media, you are an extension of your company. You know, places say this all the time, or people say this all the time with watch out with what you post on social media, because employers might see it. But especially LinkedIn, I mean, if I post something, I'm posting as Ryan from Recruiter's website. That's what people see. Right. It's, it's in my heading there. It's it's who I am on that site. So right. even though I'm still me, I'm also an extension of, of our business. Yeah. It's not like Facebook where people can still say they work at a crusty crab and they went to, you know, and, and it's very hard. Yeah. 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 And it's exactly. very hard to find that. Now some, yeah. some people do put that on their LinkedIn profiles, which is ridiculous. Cause again, it's a professional platform. Um, but yeah, you use it to build your own, own presence on there because you may work a different desk than somebody else in your organization. So, you know, firms are all sizes. Of course, you have recruiting firms of one individual and then you have others that are, you know, 400, 500. And in there, they have different segments and different specialties. And, and if you are working a technology desk and your company has been trying to really hit consumer packaged goods really hard, and then most of their company pages are about and post on their LinkedIn profile about consumer packaged goods, then all of a sudden you're kind of left in the dark in some ways. Yeah. But but if the company gives you guidelines and standards to follow, you can post as a professional for that information technology sector and be able to build your brand and presence, your 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 um, visibility in that niche through that platform. And then all it does as well is aid and grow in the in the depth of your of your company. Yeah. Um, and that's what's so great about it. If companies recognize that I if I mobilize our team. Then all of a sudden they're sharing my post rather than it going out to the 4,000 followers we have on our LinkedIn page. It goes out to their 15,000 followers. And then if they share, then if Jim Bob shares it, it goes out to his 20,000 followers. You think Jim Bob has 20,000 followers? Oh, I know Jim Bob's. I have plenty okay. of followers. Okay, fair enough. Plenty. Fair enough. But but yeah, that, that's really important is your page has followers. That's cool. But you as individuals, I'm sure have more followers, at least that engage. Well, that's that's just the other thing, too, is LinkedIn does prefer content from actual people over content from company pages. True. You know, that's one of the things that that Sam and I do as people who handle this, this social media management is we love when people from our, our client companies say, I want to be involved. Right. Because it means we can share their content over to company pages and more people see it. You're, yeah. you're in a sense doubling your audience that way. Yeah. LinkedIn's really kind of encouraging the, the personal branding aspect. Um, and so, you know, they want individuals to share their thoughts beyond just the company. So they, they are giving a lot more from what we can tell preferential treatment to, and more visibility to the posts that are shared from individual profiles. And so we can't be afraid to be able to utilize that as organizations, as recruiting firms to let our recruiters expand on that and continue to, to grow within within that um uh, their own presence there on that on that platform yeah that's a great point and uh i think it's a great stopping point for now too 
Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode. And please join us next time when we're going to continue our LinkedIn episode where we're going to talk about even more of our LinkedIn favorites and uh, a little bit about LinkedIn automation. So stay tuned for that. And thanks for joining.